0: it's time now for naughty nosh with your hosts patricia and lou and get your napkin your fork and knife and get ready to dive in because here comes the good stuff well hello and welcome to the show it is podcast episode number two and it's the spicy podcast hello my dear patricia Hello. It's good to see you down in Barfangulo. It's always good to be in
1: Barfangulo.
0: A happy place. So today we're going to talk a little bit about some spicy dishes that we like. And we're going to start off at home with a dish that you first discovered at CIA. And at least I thought it was. Was it not at CIA? No. Where did you discover it? um or did you just make it up
1: no i mean i've had this dish out at other places but i've never
0: oh i thought this was one of your cia dishes because it seemed to come into play once you came back but i guess i guess you just (laughs) maybe that's just a coincidence (laughs) i think it's
1: just coincidence
0: (laughs) so so all right well wherever you learned it and whatever you built it built it it's, uh, it's a fabulous dish. It happens to be Antonio's favorite dish.
1: Favorite meal. Request every birthday.
0: And it is quite spicy at times. So it's pork chops with potatoes and vinegar peppers. Sounds simple. Um, Patricia might have a different title for it. But that's uh, what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you something. It's really good. T- tell everybody uh, about it. And what do you call it, first of all?
1: Um, well, I don't use actually. I don't use vinegar peppers.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, I use hot peppers and cherry peppers and sweet cherry peppers and pepperoncini, but not vinegar peppers.
0: That, you know, now that you say that, I thought you. I thought you originally did a mixture of vinegar peppers and hot peppers and pepperoncini.
1: Sometimes I just kind of use what's in the refrigerator <laughs> at the time. But sure.
0: So it's it's just what it sounds like. It's. It's this pork, nice big, thick pork chops that Patricia prepares, and I think you flour it and, and do. And I'll let you. Well, we'll give you the episode. I'll give you the recipe at the end of the episode. But why don't you talk about why you decided to start making this particular dish?
1: I think it was time to uh, spice things up a little bit, change things around with what we were planning on having for dinner, and I remember having this particular. Dish out at a restaurant, and I thought to myself, "I can do that too."
0: Well, you usually you <laughs> usually do that. You usually talk you see things, and it's kind of like the Italian Oreos that mm. you you stole from um, from Michael Schlau at uh, um, what was the name of his restaurant? Oh, um. oh, I used to like that place too.
1: Brain cramp. Yeah, it totally,
0: yeah. Not Altestrada. Um Anyway, it was a, uh, I can't remember the name of it. But anyway, it was Schlau's recipe, right? And, and we we used to go to dinner there down in um, Copley Square. Mm-hmm. And he had these Italian Oreos. And you're like, oh, my God, these are, they were delicious,
1: by the way. Very, very yummy.
0: Uh, they were amazing. And uh, you decided, oh, I can do that. And you whipped up uh <laughs> this is not spicy, but no. it's sweet. <laughs> but, but it <laughs> we're, just, we're totally going off the rails here. It just reminded me that you um, you just can do that. You you have that natural knack of oh, I can make that.
1: Yeah, I, I at least I like to try, for sure.
0: Well, you, you definitely you definitely hit the mark, and you're really on target with this dish. Is there any specific things about this dish that you'd like to highlight in a? Know, before you know, you're gonna give the recipe at the end, but before, anything you like to highlight about it?
1: I think the key is using a combination of uh, sweet cherry peppers and hot cherry peppers to kind of counterbalance. But I guess you can always make it hotter by using more of the cherry, hot cherry peppers.
0: Speaking about hot, I, I know this is not going to be uh, a recipe that you're gonna give it, uh, in this episode, but do you remember that time you made that fried Diablo? <laughs> Oh, we, it was the first time you made it. Yes, I think we were in Stoneham at the time. We were, and we were we were eating all these different fried, you know, these spicy dishes. Patricia was making something, and and I said, "Oh, let's have a fried Diablo." And she said, "Oh, absolutely." She made it, it was so hot, I was sweating, sweating.
1: Yes, un- unfortunately, I don't know what happened there. I don't know, I don't know if the cap came off or the, the crushed red pepper and just oops, a little too spicy, but. Um, the kids and I couldn't even eat it. And God bless you. You just had a second dish of it.
0: My God, it was so hot and so, like, overpowering. But I couldn't stop eating it. It was so delicious. Right. Well, I like spicy anyway. Via Mata.
1: Oh, yes. Michael Viam. Schlau
0: on Via was I don't know if it's – I don't think it's there any longer. But I, I don't we not know. I think we walked down there. Anyway, the Italian Oreos there were amazing. And Michael Schlau is a great chef. So – Fried the Albo makes me think of something else.
1: Mm, the Daily Catch. Oh,
0: my God, you're absolutely right. So so, in our Away segment, we're going to talk a little bit about Hanover Street and this little 20-seat restaurant called The Daily Catch.
1: Yeah, in the Boston
0: North End. In the Boston North End. In this place, the, the kitchen is right where you sit. I mean, you can see everything going on. And they have all this great Italian fish that they make up all different like they make um, calamari meatballs Mm -hmm. you know you're not particularly fond of their calamari Uh, meatballs I
1: am not um. not
0: because of it's theirs you just don't like the calamari meatball. Correct. correct calamari meatballs are delicious. I like them. You know, they're not like regular meatballs. They got a little fishy taste to them, sure. but kids like them too. Kids like them too. And, and the and their sauce is really good. Mm. It's really good. But they they are. It's a fabulous fabulous place. And their fried Diablo is off the charts. I mean. You you know how, how how do they go about making it in, in in they have these great pans and they're hot and but they, they serve it to you right in the pan. They do
1: serve it to you right in the pan. They serve most of their dishes right in the pan they cook them in, I believe. Like the shrimp scampi becomes the same way as well. But the um, the lobster fra Diablo it's it's not just lobster, it's lobster and mussels and clams and shrimp and calamari, so it's loaded, loaded with all sorts of shellfish.
0: Yeah, it's delicious. I mean, the flavors, and they put so much garlic in there. If you like garlic, it's like, Mm. it's lit up. I mean, it is lit up in garlic. And you can pick the type of pasta you want, but usually it's linguine that we get, right? Usually, yes. And they do it, they cook the, you know, I really, there's something to be said. You know, I know a lot of people when they cook or they go to restaurants, if they order pasta, the pasta is you know you know, it's boiled and it's cooked and it's strained. And then they put the gravy or the sauce on it. There's something to be said about when you take it and you you take the the, the linguine out of the water and you drain it and you put it into a pan and start frying it up with the gravy and the sauce Cause with
1: everything then else then it
0: gets sucked right in.
1: It does. It it seems to saturate the the sauce seems to saturate into the pasta.
0: Oh, I mean, it's so good. I mm-hmm. mean, well, I want fried Diablo right now. Ooh. <laughs> but I but the but the daily catch if if you like fried Diablo like a little spicy and you want seafood and a pasta, I do got to give them a, a big thumbs up because they're they're terrific. We should come up with a little, you know I know I know there's all these different kind of uh, ratings, but we should come up with a little something that's naughty noshable because first of all it's naughty as hell. You got shellfish and lobster and garlic and oil and linguine and it's all tossed and it's saturated mm. and it's so good and you come out smelling uh, so, like so much garlic that a vampire would never come near you.
1: No, you'd be pretty safe.
0: Yeah, safe. It, it, it's, double the, it's double the effect if you had a cross on. That's all. much garlic they
1: put Absolutely, absolutely.
0: So it's, it's, it's delish and it is so naughty. And so we should have a naughty nosh. Yeah, we little, should come up with
1: a rating scale. Yeah, though.
0: a little rating system. Like, oh, you know what? Like those little purple devils. Maybe it's like it's one purple devil, two, two purple, purple devils. devils. <laughs> I give this fried Diablo five purple devils because it's absolutely the best. It is. Purple devils. I like that. Are Purple we, devils. A, can we do that? Because it's like an emoji. And is it? Is that are we stealing something?
1: Hmm. I don't know.
0: Well, here's one hmm. other thing. It's not spicy, but it's really good if you go there as well. If, in the Daily Catch, it's um the shrimp scampi.
1: Oh, that's my favorite go-to there. Because, I'm, I mean, I like some spice, but not as much as you and the kids. But the shrimp scampi, it's just saturated in oil and garlic it's so delicious and yeah it's again i I know i said this before but it's like a heart attack on a plate
0: so good i mean and the oil is just crazy crazy and the garlic oh man i could taste it right now yeah Mm. how
1: long will it take us to drive down there (laughs) (laughs) the way i drive 45
0: minutes (laughs) but it's it's definitely an amazing dish and we go there with the kids all the time. Kids like Antonio always requested, but Victoria is starting to to get there too. She mm-hmm. likes it a lot too. So we we always, you know, Antonio will be like, "Oh, you're going to visit me at uh, BC? Let's go to Daily Catch." <laughs> now, now they used to have one on the waterfront.
1: They did. They closed it, I think, during the beginning of the pandemic well, last year. That
0: was such a that was a that was a lot easier to get into. Uh, sure. So here's a tip, folks. If you want to go to the daily catch, go around three thirty because it's after lunch and before dinner. The wait at lunchtime is long, but at dinner time you could be around the block. and And if it's raining, you're screwed because there's no there's there's no uh, roof or anything like that. No. Literally, if you open the door, they yell at you. Shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't blame them because as soon as you open the door, the cold comes in, or the hot if it's if it's the summertime. So a great tip for the daily catch: go three thirty in the afternoon. So have a have a late lunch, early dinner, and you'll be full, no problem, till the next day because there's so much food. It's just it is. And here's the second tip: bring cash because they don't take credit cards.
1: Cash only. Cash only. No reservations, as far as I know, unless that's changed with this whole pandemic mess but
0: yeah, no, I, I don't think it has yeah. but it may have now we haven't been down since uh, geez it's got to be a year um, and so they may have tables in the street too now. I
1: think they're going to do that I'm not sure starting when but for the summertime they'll, they'll probably be closing down Hanover Street or at least half of it
0: so if you're in Massachusetts now a lot of the people we know live in Massachusetts and New England and uh, it's easy for them to get there but if you're traveling from another state definitely try to get to the daily catch i promise you it is amazing and and you will love it and you'll be like lou patricia thank you so much for introducing us we get that all the time people will say because they know we love food and when they know we travel all over the place and they'll be like oh when you're here where do you go i mean i just got i had a guy send me a note on facebook a couple of weeks ago i'm going to savannah and he tell me all the great places. So I, I laid out a whole bunch for him. He sent me a note. Oh, we went to this place, it was great, we loved it, blah, 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 blah. True. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, you sleeping over there? <laughs> I was just I was
1: daydreaming about the daily catch, actually. <laughs>
0: all right, so so we like to do home and Patricia did you know, she she we she does that dish we talked about, the uh, the hot pepper and potato and pork chop. That's our home this week. Our our way, our way is really just a restaurant we go to. It could be local. It could be anywhere else. And um, that's the Daily Catch for our Diablo. But now we like to talk about in this next segment, this little third piece, on the road. And what we mean by on the road is it's when we travel around all over the country and, and we stop at these great spots. And back in, um, back in 2008, 19? 18. 18. We traveled to Nashville a couple of times. Mm -hmm. But uh, we went, Antonio was looking at schools. He was checking out Vanderbilt, which is a beautiful campus. It is really beautiful. And, you know, we like to sample all these different things. We went to a bunch of restaurants, but we found this little place. Was it Stephen Tomiko who introduced this? No,
1: you're talking about the... Chicken place. Yeah, Yeah. so, yeah, Hattie B's. Hattie B's hot chicken. It was actually the tour guide at Vanderbilt.
0: Oh, that's funny. That's right.
1: Told us the best place to get um, Nashville hot chicken was Hattie B's.
0: Right, spicy. And and in the spicy show, we, we have to mention Hattie B's because the spicy chicken that they have is delish. Now, the funny thing is, it's kind of like a joint, and I love joints, right? Where we, you, you know, it's not about the atmosphere; it's it's about the food. Sometimes it could be great, at, you know, fun atmosphere, even it's even though it's kind of like played down a little bit. But we ate, like on a porch.
1: Oh, it was definitely a porch with picnic tables. Yeah, nothing pic- fancy.
0: No, and <laughs> I think I think plastic knives and all. Oh, that Oh yes,
1: absolutely. And so low overhead.
0: Yeah, but the line was pretty long, out the door. Out the door. So the line was out the door, and we we walked in, and we didn't know what to order, so we're looking at, you know, you try to look at what other people are having and what's going on there.
1: Right, and they have some actually great sides to go with the, the hot chicken, but you can have a hot chicken sandwich. You could have hot chicken just on the bone, hot chicken fingers. It doesn't have to be hot either. They have other kinds of chicken, but they're famous for their hot chicken.
0: Yeah, I think I got the thighs. Because I love thighs. Mm. Oh. Yeah. They were so good. I think I got a small dock. No, no, I think it was a large dock. Because there's no <laughs> way I need a small. You
1: wouldn't get a small.
0: <laughs> so a, a large dock is two legs or thigh quarters. Ooh. Mm. And it and I added hot.
1: Yeah. I believe Antonio had the sandwich.
0: Yeah, he's a sandwich. He's a chicken sandwich guy. He is
1: a chicken sandwich guy.
0: But you know, the funny thing is when we go to a new place, we typically order one thing that we all want, and then we get something in the middle that we can pick on. And I think we got in this particular case, they got chicken fingers, and we got the hot chicken fingers that were. Re- I gotta tell you, it was so juicy. Mm-hmm. It's so hot. It's so delicious. Um, it's a pretty cool place. Yeah. And they had music playing, and it's small. It is small. And then, like, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't call it an alley, but it wasn't really on the main strip. (laughs) It
1: it wasn't. It wasn't. Actually, I think they may have two locations in Nashville, but the one we were at was just like someone's porch, basically.
0: So (laughs) I did a little research, and uh, because last show I said, oh, I wish I did a little research. (laughs) (laughs) So this one I wanted to make sure, but I found out something interesting. What's that? So Hattie B's now ships hot chicken nationwide Ooh. with gold belly i never tried gold, gold belly but that's kind of like a little food service what's gold belly like it's a food it's an app oh okay like a, uh that you can ship food all over the country okay from different restaurants and different places i gotta we gotta look into gold belly because gold belly may want to be our sponsor oh you know because if we're talking yes. about all these places we can turn around and say and don't forget Get it on Goldbelly, you know. <laughs> I I know you're in California listening to us because you 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 love our food talk. But uh, you know, naughty nosh and Goldbelly go together.
1: It'd be interesting to see how the chicken arrives from Patty
0: B's. All right, we got. I think we have a we little have to, assignment. I
1: think we do. I think we have to order.
0: We're going to order for for you folks out there. We're going to order on Goldbelly, and we're going to order a little hat, Hattie B's, and we're going to. Um, and we're going to sample it.
1: Yeah, we'll let you know the outcome. Yeah, we'll
0: give you, a, like, I give Hattie B's a four devils. They're not a five devil, but they're a four devil. What would yes. you
1: say? Yes. Um, well, if you're taking everything into account, because it's not a great atmosphere, but you're it, basically, if you're just going on food, it's four, four and a half.
0: Okay. I'm, I lean towards four, but I don't mind the joint. The joint looks, or I mean, remember we were in Kentucky at that Mamas Mustards and Pickles. Oh, well, that's a whole other
1: whole st- yeah, story. We'll, we'll, get, <laughs> we'll get to that on
0: another time. But that was a joint. But I yes. think they, but if, I think they would be a five. Sure. So just because you're, a, I guess what I'm trying to point out is, just because you're a joint, doesn't mean you're not a five because the atmosphere is not right. where you want it. To.
1: Right. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Like
0: Santapio. Santapio's is a is a joint mm-hmm. and I would give it a five yes right because I love the pizza double sausage garlic pizza right right this is not spicy but uh um oh, you gotta love Santapio's
1: you do and there's their barbecue as well
0: I mean it's not for everybody because some people don't like that kind of pizza
1: that's true. I mean, you know, you have your people who like the deep dish, which I don't understand, not to offend anybody out there.
0: Yeah, no, I, we were in Chicago and Tony and I, when, again, on a college tour, we were mm-hmm. looking at you, Chicago, and and uh, we went to the deep dish because people say you're in Chicago, try the deep dish, and uh, yeah, it was okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: I, I give it a, a three.
1: Nothing you travel back there for.
0: A three, uh, well, right now I don't think I travel to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chicago <laughs> folks. Um Maybe it's, maybe, maybe I'm just saying that, and I shouldn't. But um, I think that uh, the joint piece, you know, there are some places that are joints that you're like, okay, they could be, they could do a better job with the atmosphere, but there's some places it's just like, we should do a whole show on joints. Yeah. We right? should. I like joints. We definitely should.
1: Because, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about the food.
0: It really is all about the food. Well, the experience is what it's about to remember when Centapio's not now. When I was a kid, I used I lived in East Boston, and we we grew up around the corner, and we used to go ice skating on Friday nights. And me, Gene, and my sister, and uh, my mother in Virginia used to take us. Then we go out to eat at uh, at Centapio's. It was like a you know Friday night gig that we did all the time. And when when I was a kid, the waiters were a little bit more rough. They'd come down and they slap down the the plates in the in the Gerber bottle, the Ger, Gerber jars that had holes in the top for the cheese for the cheese and the and, crushed pepper and the crushed pepper. And uh, you know, if anybody ever asked them for a menu, they'd they'd like s- snarl at them. Right. So that the 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 angry waiter at like that little kind of feel was what Ciantapio's was when I was a kid.
1: Yeah, it was kind of their shtick.
0: Yeah, if someone came in like a preppy and ordered a salad, they'd be like, "Get out." <laughs> So, um, I do like joints. So I think we have to do a show on joints, mm. and uh, you know, not the pot. I'm not talking about marijuana. No, no, I'm no. not a big fan of that. Um, I, by the way, if you like to do that, to go, you know, I'm, I'm not going to judge you. I just, I never understood the smoking of the joint. But I love going to joints for food. Guess what? They go together, though. If you smoke a joint, then you oh, like then, to eat then food. Then you
1: want, yeah, right. Then you're hungry.
0: Now they get all that miracle, uh, <laughs> medical marijuana <laughs> in Mass, New Hampshire. Believe it or not, it's not legal yet.
1: Which is surprising because we're live for your die. Live for
0: your die, and they're not making it. I think they should make it legal for these potheads. (laughs) You know, I feel bad for the potheads. they got to cross the border.
1: Yeah, but can you even buy it in... By crossing the border, it's do you not, have to prove your?
0: I'm sure they can buy it anywhere. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, legally, can you buy it legally if you're not from the state?
0: <laughs> All right, we'll get into it. Uh, we we'll yeah, get well, into an area that's uh, way, okay. way, way, far left. But except for if you if you smoke and you and you get high, you get the munchies, I guess, and yeah. then you would eat pizza yes. at Santapio's.
1: Then you need a, a food show to tell you where to eat. Right,
0: it's a real joint
1: and <laughs> that
0: goes with the joints. oh anyway, let's get back to spicy. Yes. So, I got my little notes here. Okay, and uh, we've done the home, we've done the away, and we've done on the road. But I have a little side on the road that's kind of it's kind of goofy, and um, it's 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 a surprise. One day, I'm driving to go see Antonio play lacrosse when he was in uh, at Derryfield, and I had to stop for gas. So he was playing lacrosse in Auburn, New Hampshire. Remember, we used to drive all over the state.
1: Oh, everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. We drove everywhere in New Hampshire.
0: We did. So we went to, um, I was going to this lacrosse game, and you were probably going somewhere with, with uh, Victoria, because we weren't together. Sometimes you needed to divide and conquer. We, divide, we did divide and conquer. But I stopped for gas, and I go inside, and I smell something that smells so delicious. And I go, what's that smell? And they're like, oh, that's the chicken in the back. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what chicken in the back? It's like, it's like gas station sushi, right? Oh, yeah, no, that's never a good idea. Gas station sushi. But it's chicken, so I, I go back there. And there's this, like, little stand, as mm. if it was a, a chicken truck. But, yeah. but they made it into a stand.
1: Inside the gas station. Inside
0: the gas station. With the whole little, like, little kitchen and fryer laters and all that stuff. And uh, I'm smelling it. It smelled so damn good. And I'm saying to them I was, like, toiling with myself i'm like should i try some no it's gas station chicken but it looks so How good. good could it be i'm like but it looks so good it tastes good but it's gas station chicken i'm thinking to myself like no self uh what's the word? self-respecting no self-respecting foodie would ever eat chicken from a gas station. station right if someone told me oh lou i eat chicken at a gas station be like you know nothing about food well i'm gonna tell you something I took a shot. Mm. I I bought a little, they had those little, um, you know, paper holders, and there was three of them in there. And I took the first bite, and it was moist, and it was spicy, and it was flavorful. And I was like, holy God, this is so good. (laughs) And I went to the car, and I'm having my Diet Pepsi, and I finish all three, and I'm like, fuck this, I'm going back for more.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think you brought a whole bunch home that day. I bought
0: a whole. I bought a whole bunch. I brought it. You know, and Tony was eating it. I brought it home because I'm. And I walked in the door like, Patricia, Patricia, you're never gonna believe where I got this chicken. <laughs> it had a name too, like the name of the, it was like a. I don't remember it had the a name little goofy of the... cartoon um, of a chicken. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs>
0: it had a little goofy. It had a little goofy cartoon, but it was. Oh man, I gotta. We got to drive by Auburn to see if it's still there. You think it's still there? I'm sure. But it was spicy. It wasn't just uh, like they may have. You know what? They may have had regular. Oh, they probably had. But but I always go spicy. I go towards the spicy, and um, man, was that good.
1: So much so we would make special trips to Auburn just
0: to get the chicken fingers. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna get chicken fingers. and We're gonna bring them to a party. Oh, where'd you get them? Oh, we got them at the gas station in Auburn. <laughs> hey, look at us with, with full, like we had four heads. I give that chicken easily, easily five devil emojis. Oh, easily. I mean, it was so good. We're giving out, God, the grades are so good right now. We're way too good. We are. You know why? Because we don't like to eat at shitty places, so, <laughs> so we're not going to eat And if there. we
1: ever perhaps do at some point, we don't talk about it.
0: Yeah, that's true. You know, it can be. Long. <laughs> remember when we went to that place? Oh, that place sucked. There's a lot of those suck. We've tried a lot of sucky places. Oh, yes, we have. Okay, so we've gone with home and away, and we had some little side stories. Patricia, now it's time for you to give up your recipe for pork chops, hot peppers, and potatoes, and lay it on us. Here is
1: my recipe for pork chops with peppers and potatoes. Ingredients. You will need six to eight pork chops, boneless or bone-in, depending on your preference. Four russet potatoes, peeled and thickly sliced. Pastine hot cherry peppers and sweet cherry peppers, and also pastine pepperoncini two cups of chicken broth, one stick of butter, olive oil, one cup of all-purpose flour, and salt and pepper. In a large skillet, fry the potato slices in olive oil until golden brown but not too soft. Remove to a plate and set aside. Season the pork chops on both sides with salt and pepper and dredge the pork chops in flour until completely covered. Heat a large skillet or electric fry pan to medium, adding half a stick of butter until melted. Brown the chops approximately 8 minutes per side. You will need to add additional butter so the pork chops don't burn. While the pork is browning, add 6 each of the hot and sweet cherry peppers and 6 pepperoncini to the skillet. Once the pork is browned, remove to a large baking dish and layer the potatoes on top. Leave the peppers in the skillet. Turn the heat in the skillet up to medium-high. Add 1 half cup each of the hot, sweet, and pepperoncini juice to the pan and scrape up the brown bits. Add in the chicken broth and bring to a high simmer. To thicken the sauce, add 6 tablespoons of flour to 1 cup of cold water in a shaker and shake vigorously. Gradually add the mixture to the sauce with a whisk to achieve desired thickness. Pour the sauce, including the peppers, over the pork chops and potatoes, and bake in a 325-degree oven for 30 minutes. The heat or spiciness of the dish can be adjusted by adding more hot peppers to and their juice to taste, or to tone down the heat, just add more chicken broth. Enjoy!
0: Oh, that's... Oh my God, you just talking about that? That makes it so delish. I mean, that makes me... That makes my mouth water. When are you making the next...
1: Well, I think Antonio would be mad at me if I made it without him.
0: No, oh, he's got to be. He's got to be here. There's no doubt about it. Um, oh, that was ZD. Oh, our little dog ZD. Of course, we named our dog Z D because of pasta food. He, he's he's in the he's on the couch behind us, and he's giving a little whine. He's like, "Mama, Dada, you're too long on the t- on the radio." <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Pay attention to me. Oh, he, he is a little needy-zitty. <laughs> needy-zitty. Uh, <laughs> needy <needy-zitty, laughs> but he's adorable. And here he is right here licking my hand. All right, so ZD, we're on, We're almost going to wrap up here. There you go. So, everybody, thanks thanks very much for listening. And Patricia and ZD and I are signing off. And uh, have we come up with a sign-off yet? No, wow, we have to work on that. All right, Thank until you. then, bon appétit. <laughs> It's time to pick up the check on this episode of Naughty Nosh. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week. But until then, no diets and eat naughty.